Good morning. Welcome to the Expletive Show. I'm your host, Techno. Here with my co-host, Thunder. This is a show where anything goes. Especially your feelings. We should be on the air. All right. Da, da, da. I'm just making sure first. <laughs> and uh, if, since this is going out, if anyone is actually going to tune into this, since it's also being recorded, this is the nascent attempt at two idiots who have access to the internet to start talking. Is what this is. So one idiot who's in charge, which is not me. I don't know is, what uh, I'm doing. Working on setting. I, he doesn't know what he's doing. I thought it would be fun to to have my own radio station, and uh, now I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it is fun, but I don't know any of the controls. Now we're figuring this out as we go along. <laughs> We've practiced a couple times. Uh, we found some we found problems and now we're in finding more well there's but always going to be problems we are he, has, he wants a radio show we are um, real <laughs> he wanted we're going to get we're going to get to something here in a minute but he wanted a radio show <laughs> i got nothing else to do with my time because uh whatever so i figured i'll i'll fucking play along let's do this shit <laughs> sure why not hold sure, my beer not? and watch this yeah that's how the best things start all right, so uh, I guess a little intro. I'll be uh, I'll be here as techno, and we have my buddy over here. I will be. By? I'll go Thunder. by the full. My full Christian name will be Thunder Chops, but I'll take Thunder. Okay, we'll call you Thunder for short. Uh, but he is short, so that kind of works. Um, we're gonna start off talking about uh, just just some things in the news, what's coming up in in current events, because you know what, we're old guys and we like to be pissed off, and a lot of stuff is pissing us off right now. So we are old, we're old ex-military guys. We should clarify that, but we're not the uh, <laughs> Vietnam veteran era. Got to wear the hat in public, long beard. Although you've got the beard, but back when I was in that's fucking bullshit we're not those types of vets we are yeah. the uh, we are we're disgruntled to an extent but we're reasonably disgruntled reasonably and disgruntled that's all awesome. reasonably <laughs> disgruntled we're disgruntled and, uh, we're not extreme with it but uh, yes yeah we're, we're not also not idiots disgruntled extremists we don't believe yeah disgruntled <laughs> extremists but we're not we're not we haven't our goal is not to be uh, branded as a terrorist organization. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we're, we're not those guys. Oh, come on. we got to raise our, raise our uh, standards a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> but we are got, two, uh, everybody got goals. We are two ex-military guys, um, and we don't like a lot of fucking shit we see going on, and we're reasonably pissed off about it. Yes. And we want to talk about it. Yes, and I will, I will correct you real quick there, but it's, it's forced – um, 
I, I do wear a hat sometimes. It's because my wife bought me a hat, and I have to wear the hat. So, I admit that I've been looking for a hat. I don't know what to buy. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find a hat. Every time I say, I need to get a hat that's non-military related, my wife buys me a new Army one. <laughs> I do go to veteran. When, when we have Veterans Day parades, I do show up in a, and I'll gate myself here, I wear my BDU top with stripes. <laughs> okay. And I pin on uh, the miniature of the medals, of three medals, and that's pretty much it. I don't make a big fucking deal about it, but I at least do that just to, uh, you know, just to just to participate that way. I don't do the parade itself, although I would walk in a parade if asked. But you know, I just I just that's that's about the extent that I I wear this on my sleeve is on Veterans Day, yeah. or when I'm cut off in traffic, or I think I need a ten percent discount at a movie theater. <laughs> Yeah. Or at Lowe's when Lowe's says, you know, absolutely, absolutely, yep. yep, here you go. That's because Home Depot my... doesn't give a discount. Yes, they do. they do. They do. They didn't used to. That's why I they do. You have to. Them. You just have to sign up in there. Similar to their load to Lowe's, you just gotta have to like register with them, and they give you ten percent. I'm not giving them information. They're just tracking me. I've got nothing trying to, to hold me that. down. <laughs> He's right. They are tracking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much everyone out there is out to yeah. track us. In fact, I was joking with people uh, when it when it happened the whole NSA tracking people thing. I said, you know what? Google is what NSA wants to be. <laughs> so I'd be more scared of Google knowing my stuff than I would NSA because they're really, their focus is, is straight oriented. So anything they picked up from me is going on the back burner because I don't really go everywhere saying bomb and uh, fire and uh, terrorist actions and stuff. But I did despite, now, so they'll probably flag me. Despite the claims, there is the Title <laughs> 50 implications that hold NSA in place. There is reasonable ways to circumvent that. I'm sorry, not circumvent, but Attorney General approvals allow collection in a way. But really, you do need to be more concerned about Google because they're the ones that are jerking off China right now. And uh, they're just going to hand over whatever you got to China. And in the case China makes a case for cyberspace sovereignty and they're successful with it later, it is likely that any dissent, even dissent outside of their borders, could result in some sort of punitive action for you. Actually, for me, since I'm the one who cusses them out all the time. That's what I get <laughs> to You said China. I didn't say China. Oh, crap. China. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you did that on purpose. I did. They're listening right now going, I don't like these guys. We're going to uh, sell their information. But I do have one request to China. Um, if you can fix my whole finances and steal my identity, feel free. Uh, you ain't going to make it any worse. I tell everybody, you know what? I don't care about identity theft because <laughs> worst they could do is make it better. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of Google, that's what we planned on opening up. Um, so tell me, tell me your thoughts on Google's Memorial Day. Uh, what do we call it? Representation. Their uh, dongle thing, or their their what do they call that? The ce celebration. Yeah, the doodle. Google the doodle, doodle, right? 
uh, wasn't a fan of it. Actually, it irritated the fucking shit out of me. Uh, and, hit, and I guess maybe I will at least put my veteran hat on a little bit and state that I would have anticipated that if they wanted to do something on Memorial Day. Now, rather than rather than try to be artsy fartsy about it and go this is we're selecting gray we're going to make the thing gray because gray is the color of mourning or gray is the color of sadness or remorse or something like that <laughs> like we were talking last night yeah i'd rather they fucking be obvious about it cuz if they can you know you know 10,000 people in Azerbaijan step on landmines they're going to have a big production thing on google that you cannot miss you know they'll change the logo colors they'll put up some type of thing that animates while you're while you're just trying to get to google They'll go all out on it, I think. But when it comes to the United States military, you know, and, and they could be international about it and they could say, look, we're representing all military and just use a big splash of colors. But God damn it, fucking put something on there. It's just a little bit patriotic. If you're not going to do it globally, just recognize the fact that there are American soldiers, sailors, airmen, Coast Guards, Marines out there that have paid the price. That's Memorial Day. We're recognizing the fact that there's a there are fucking cemeteries filled with headstones of men and in some cases women who have given everything they have to the defense of this goddamn nation and those fuckers at least could fucking color the thing red white and blue i think that would be okay with me i i agree uh, that's my we're, bitch we're that's talking, my bitch you're that, talking about it the was gray and it, ha- it took me yeah. four or five google's research as we call it uh, google searches um to figure out what is the meaning of gray. And until I looked that up, I, I you know, it, it didn't have much of an explanation. I tried to go to Google itself and find an explanation for their, uh, why, why gray? Why? What, what, what's up with it? What was the thinking behind it? Who made it? And there's really not a lot of information. However, I did find that, uh, the first time they did that was with George Bush seniors, funeral in 2018 and it seems to me that they just been lazy and kept the gray for anything uh government memorial um, mm-hmm. and you know that's that's lazy they go like you said they go all out for everything and i it got me to talk about tradition so traditionally on memorial day uh we, we see flags we see headstones with flowers we see uh people um for lack of better terms sad at the at the headstones um it's a day of remembrance it's not a it it, gray just it doesn't say that it 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 really doesn't say that it Mm -hmm. you're digging deep into the meaning of life and and whatnot you you're not gonna see a gray google background or google doodle and go hey that's a good memorial so it's it's and the other thing you're saying with the uh, well they could either make it international they don't have to they have you know Google.com is for the U.S. Google.eu is for Europe they they could make a couple different ones I mean I'm sure certain they statement. do that I'm certain they do that for for every other occurrence going on you know the uh, the the memorials for some uh, 
some dude in in some other country who was a jerk anyways and died and they want everybody to know it i mean who's to say that's not showing up in in australia or it is showing up in australia i don't know actually uh the one in australia for june 1st is going to have a hot air balloon covered in snow if you go to google.com forward slash doodles you can see all the fucking shit they've done Oh. Okay, or will do. Uh, you know, examples of what they would have, say, in Bolivia, Mother's Day in Bolivia, Mother's Day in Ecuador, or Nicaragua. Um, a Bob Ross tribute, you know, which has a picture. Which every, I don't think there's Happy a single trees. person, some douche that doesn't like Bob fucking Ross. But uh, I mean, it's like growing up with Mister Rogers. But nevertheless, Bob Ross gets uh, gets you know something great, and yet, you know. Hundreds of thousands of deceased Americans can't at least get a, a flag. Even right now, if you go to Google right now, there's a Black Lives Matter black ribbon right there. And, and their statement about standing with racial equality. That's fine. Stand with racial equality. Great. And you put up, you put up a ribbon. But Jesus Christ, you, you couldn't have put up an American flag, just a small one, for Memorial Day? Yeah. No. Yeah. And that's, that's, it, that's, it also that's strikes me as uh, the similarity and uh, Facebook and liking a status you're not changing the world by liking a status um you're not going to change the world by making the google gray or, or a black lives matter logo on your logo um so but, but it's a good transition right here because let's let's get more into the whole uh riots and quote-unquote protests going on right now right um, they they had something immediately for that. They they made that up in no time, right? But what is actually going on out there? So the gist is that uh, there was a, a black male uh, in uh, was it? it was in Minneapolis who was uh, being arrested in the process of being placed under arrest. He was cuffed um, by two. Uh, police officer, or a total of four, I think, were there, but two police officers, and then one in particular. But he was being arrested because he was under suspicion of passing a forged $20 bill or passing a forged money or or some degree of forgery. And so they arrested him. And um, in the process of arresting him, um, he suffered, I'm sorry, as a result of being arrested, maybe, or in the process of being arrested, he suffered some sort of medical issue which, according to all the video that we see and the news media and everything, is that the, the cop placed the knee into the guy's neck and suffocated him, effectively, killing him uh, or contributing significantly to the man. His name is Mr. George Floyd, George Floyd's death. Mm -hmm. Okay? And as a result of that, um, the country is fucking going apeshit. Uh, over this. It's as if all the frustration of being locked up during COVID-19 has now burst, and this was the impetus that caused that bursting. I mean, Dr. Pimple Popper's got nothing on the amount of shit that's been flowing over this motherfucker. Really. it's. Uh, yep. Yep. I don't think she'd be, be prepared for the amount of ooze that's just come out. No, and you're right. And and so that's that's the gist of things. The the, the officer's been arrested. Uh, I think two officers actually have been arrested. They were first fired, and after they got fired, or from the time they got fired to the time they were actually placed under arrest, one or both of them, uh, protests erupted in Minneapolis, and those protests have now cascaded into other cities. Even 
even the town near me, the major city near me, has had some degree of unrest, maybe not to the level of violence that we're seeing on television. And, <laughs> you know, we'll, I'm sure this is getting, you know, we're start, I'm starting to segue just a little bit, or not segue, but kind of branch off. But even CNN, well noted for promoting the divisiveness <laughs> of Mr. President Trump, uh, had their windows smashed and their logos spray painted with expletives and so on. And, and protesters shouting at them, telling CNN of all networks, stop spreading the crap you're spreading. And yet you got these folks out there that are burning the city to the ground. It's just, and that was in Atlanta. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of funny yeah. to me. I, al I also saw that uh, the <laughs> CNN journalists were arrested. Uh, did you see that article? I didn't read the head read it. I saw the headline: CNN journalists arrested. I've also read that some some journalists are getting shot with pellet rifles or BB <laughs> guns from protesters. <laughs> I think that's a good sign that uh, we're we're tired of the lies that they're they're promoting. Well, and, yeah. And by yeah. lies, uh, now, let me let me explain what I mean by lies real quick. Um, they have their own each each network and they're all guilty of this they have their own storyline and they will do anything they will bend over backwards to keep that storyline going whether it's reality of the situation or not and and people are tired of it i mean hell i don't even watch news anymore because it just pisses me off and here's here's a good segue into more of this video right um, so the video of this guy, when, when I was deployed, um, on my third deployment, there was a ton of news coming out, uh, that was completely wrong and irrelevant, but the story kept going and it was, it was really pissing me off because over there I knew that the ground truth to what was going on with the Afghan protests and the Pakistan shit was not at all what the media said it was. And that's that's pretty much when I decided that I'm, I'm done with watching news because I'll, I'll turn it on every now and then and see what's going on in the world. But um, I spend most of my time, uh, I'll look it up or, or try and figure out more information based off whatever headline popped up on my feed because they're tracking me. But where I'm going with this is everybody seems like they can Monday morning armchair quarterback the game and that's gospel of what happened. That's, that is mm -hmm. the truth of what happened. Right. I will tell you from experience that if you weren't there if you weren't dealing with the situation, you have no clue everything that was going on in that situation. Right. And watching it on video, you could put any narrative. In fact, Taliban do this to us all the time. They take a video and put their own narrative on that video and make it look like that's what was going on. So when, when I see all these people uh, having very strong opinions about a video, uh, I I can't agree with one side or the other until I hear the whole story. I need like 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 the courts, the uh, you know, innocent until proven guilty. You need to prove that this happened and then this happened and this happened beyond a reasonable doubt. So, watching this video uh, from one angle, 
I can tell you, I don't know the whole thing that's going on. No, you're right. You don't. And uh, that's what you're what you're talking about is something I hammer with my kids when we are unfortunately invaded. I'd rather watch erectile dysfunction commercials at dinner time <laughs> than watch fucking ABC News. I bet you would. But what I have to point out to them, because it always becomes an educational thing or a lecture where I have to explain to them, it's not what you're hearing, it's what you're not hearing these guys say. Listen to the words that they're choosing to say, mm-hmm. but they're not explaining everything thoroughly to you. And what are they what are they promoting? You're right, they're promoting that one point of view video. Yeah. I got to tell you, I've sat on a jury before. We convicted our the guy, the guy that we it was it was a case of uh it was sex assault, male on male sex assault. And we had to weigh, you know, as a jury in this state, you 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 can discount evidence if you just don't think it's valid. And we weighed a lot of evidence. And you got to come up with a reasonable decision. And there's things the told judge told us, you know, we have to, you have to throw this out, throw that out. No video, of course, but it was all physical evidence. So we had to weigh all that and come to a conclusion. What the world does, what the United States does, what the Facebook and Twitterverse does, is they weigh conviction off of what they see immediately. They see one angle, one point of view. I've watched that video several times, the one where they show the cop with a knee on a guy's neck. I've watched that video, and I'm looking at this, I, and I said – we talked about it and I talked to my wife and I said, look, what do you not see in this picture? You don't see his other knee. Mm-hmm. Where's his other knee at? You don't know that the man has not balanced himself on this guy's body with the preponderance of weight on another knee or balanced completely. You don't know that. And the only other footage that I've seen so far, other than one camera from across the street, I think that shows them walking this guy Floyd down the street before he, and there's other other issues with this too. We'll get into in a second. But as they're walking this video down, walking them down this video, you don't see anything in particular. And then the next video, it's a third. There's th- actually three things that I've seen so far. The third is a cell phone camera, and it might be the same one that's used for the front-on footage that we see typically with the knee. Mm-hmm. But the other footage of a f- cell phone that's coming across the street, very wobbly, and you can't tell anything about body position of the cops. There's four of them, I think, standing there. But the case of the one guy who has the knee on the neck, Chauvin, I think his name is, um, you can't actually tell that from that from that direction. So the only footage that shows anything with, with a degree of clarity is the one. And yet, the charge report, see, nobody in fucking Minneapolis bothers to do this. Same thing with Freddie Gray, same thing with any of these other guys that have been, and maybe not all, but at least in the case of the ones I can recall, where they've died while in custody or, or, or from a cop, other than pulling a weapon and getting shot, you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these ones that are usually reported under dubious circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, medical examiner's report comes out later. Okay, that one's still actually pending, but the initial gist of the report was published in the charge documents charging the cop with third degree murder. And that has a clear paragraph in there that states, let me get back to it. I'm just going to read it to you. Yeah. Might as well. The Hennepin County Medical Examiner conducted Mr. Floyd's autopsy. This is this is filed in District Court, State of Minnesota. It's document 27 TAC CR TAC 20 TAC 12646. Okay, and it was filed on um, 52920. Mm-hmm. It's the District Court, 4th Judicial District. And court file number is that's the court file number I just read off. So anyone can Google this shit. Hennepin County Medical Examiner ME conducted Mr. Floyd's autopsy on May 26, 2020. The full report of the ME is pending, but the ME has made the following preliminary findings. 
The autopsy revealed no physical findings that support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. Mr. Floyd had underlying health conditions, including coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart heart disease. The combined effects of Mr. Floyd being restrained by the police as underlying health conditions and any potential intoxicants, potential intoxicants, in his system likely contributed to his death, meaning they haven't yet determined as part of a normal autopsy if there are or are not potential intoxicants in the system. Nevertheless, here you have the ME who's saying, look, there's no evidence of asphyxiation. My point, you can't tell where the other guy's knee is at. It's possible that his balance, his, his weight is not on the man's neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this is the other point I was going to make because I have friends. I have friends whose wives served as city and county police, and they'll tell you this. This is me, of course, reciting what they're saying, but they'll tell you this. And in the case of Freddie Gray, this is exactly what happened. Because one of the cops I knew used to work in, in that city. That was Baltimore. Used to work in Baltimore. The very first thing any of these, or close to the first thing any of these people do when they're arrested is a cry for a doctor, that they're hurt. They fall to the ground. If you read the account of what happened with George Floyd, after they arrested him, after they cuffed him, they take him to the car, they set him down, he gets up, and then he falls down and cries that he's in distress. Mm-hmm. The cops, who are likely used to this, are going to restrain him. He was resisting arrest also. According to this uh, report, let me scroll back up. The charge report states uh, that, well, first of all, the cops didn't know if they asked him if he was on anything. Uh, he, he fell to the ground. He stiffened up, fell to the ground, told the officers he is claustrophobic, which may or may not be true. Mm-hmm. It's made several tries of getting back into the thing, and he got in the car, and he struggled with the officers by intentionally falling down, saying he was not going in the car and refusing to stand still. That's resisting. Yep. Now, I've watched enough episodes of Cops to know what resisting arrest <laughs> looks like. I've also watched enough episodes of Cops to know that Mr. President, ex-former President Obama's statements that this should not be normal is indeed true. It should not be normal because it's not fucking normal. So every episode of Cops that I ever watch should result in a murder or a death of a, of a black uh, suspect based on the way the world is reacting right now. I don't yeah. know the actual stats, but I imagine this doesn't happen as often as it's publicized. The world is far more better covered now than it has been before. There's just a lot more cameras and things out there to record stuff, and it gets and it gets and it gets airtime. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm driving at is that you have a charge report here that's actually the evidence appears to be in the charge report. It contradicts what everyone has already judged to be true. Is yeah. it is possible? It is possible. There's doubt yeah. based on this. That that cop did not kill uh, the suspect. Yeah. Well, uh, but you're not going to get that in the first 48 hours. That's where everybody fucking goes ape shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody, this was a world of instant gratification. We watch we watch CSI and they figure it out in one hour. That's what right. Happened. Yeah, that's not true. Have you <laughs> have you ever seen a CSI? Uh, that thing can take months, years. Some go oh. unsolved. It's 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 not an instant judgment, and no, I, and we have to give just like we have to give Floyd the benefit of the doubt of of uh, you know maybe he was hurt maybe he wasn't we don't know but we don't know if this cop is guilty either um, all the evidence has not been put into place for us to make a clear 
judgment, which is why we have the court system. I mean, could you imagine if we just went back to, uh, oh, what'd they call them? Grab up a posse and go go get this guy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, right. that's why we have law. That's why we have law well, enforcement. Well, grab up a posse, go get this guy on both sides, both for George Floyd and for the cop. Yeah. They could have just rounded one up and hung him, or they could have rounded up the other one up and hung him. Yep. What also but, doesn't help is when you got Maxine Waters an elected official says cop who kneeled on George Floyd enjoyed it and then blames the president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you've got, when you've got Nancy Pelosi coming out and saying, this is an opportunity to, or, or what we witnessed is an execution because that's what it was. That doesn't help. You've got people who are supposed to be lawyers. They're, they're elected. They're supposed to be reasoned and educated, yep. but yet their political agendas seem to outweigh their reason. So they come out and say things like this, and that and that just adds to it. Yeah, and I, I no, think it comes. What you down said was to... correct. You got to wait for all this to come out before you can arrive to a conclusion. And this medical examiner's report is going to weigh heavily on that. Yeah, and you've been part of a jury. I, I went every juror, jury duty notice summons I've gotten. I go there, and as soon as I say I have a college degree, they're like, "Yep, nope, go home." Um, they want people to uh, easily sway by emotion. And, and that's what's going on here is, is people who want their story to be prominent are, are working it based off people's emotions, which I can honestly say I'm a lot less emotional since deployments. So I'm, I'm the guy who I probably played devil's advocate with everybody and no matter what. They say one thing, I'll say, well, what about this? What if this happened? So um, it does take that ability to back away from the situation emotionally and look at the evidence because it, initial response is never as accurate as, as looking over the facts and deciding then, especially with just one side of the story. I've been in, I've been in car wrecks where... I was stopped getting ready to turn. I'd been there for a good five, ten seconds because traffic was going the other way. So it's it's not like I stopped immediately. I'd been stopped, and they mm -hmm. plow into the back of me. Police report. I tell them, look, I, I've been here for a while with my turn signal on, waiting to turn, and they plowed right into me. And their story is, oh my God, he just suddenly stopped out of nowhere, and I plowed into him. So you're gonna get two interpretations of the story. And it has to be weeded out what is true and what is not. What is uh, perception? Because uh, perception, we all have our own perception of situations. Um, my perception was I didn't do anything wrong. Their perception was they didn't do anything wrong. So, of course, our stories are going to correlate to what we thought happened. And it, it takes that neutral party to actually look at both sides and determine the reality of the situation so it it can't be decided based off one one video one side one one action you have to take in look take into account everything that went on what was the whole story be why was this guy being arrested why was he on the ground why was the cop on him at all where was the cop's weight? You know, it doesn't take a lot of weight to put on a neck 
to make it look like you're you're crushing a guy. Um, that our, humans have the weakest necks of any mammal out there, so it doesn't take a whole lot to to weigh down a neck. And uh, the fact that um, the autopsy finds that there's no asphyxiation, the other thing that would that it could be is cutting off blood to the brain. You know, because that's that's a sleeper hold right there. Is you, you you don't care about the oxygen. You're cutting off blood to the brain to make them pass out. But even then, as soon as they pass out, I mean, you you're done. You're you're, you're off them, and they come back with a headache. <laughs> but that's that's part of the exacerbation of circumstances. There is that one of the points that the that the the anti-cop people make is that he was even after potentially after George Floyd, the suspect became. Uh, compliant or incapacitated that the cop maintained a pin. They keep using the word pin or pinning or choke, uh, it seems. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right. You know, I, I didn't, I, admittedly, I didn't consider the fragility of the human neck. And nevertheless, though, the video is inconclusive, I think. Yeah. Um, by itself, it, it doesn't tell what happened. Nope, it tells it doesn't. part of what happened. And it's, you know that's that's good. It's a good start, but um, I I don't think there's enough of the story in that video. It start it starts late. You know we don't know the beginning of the story. Yeah. Um, we we know that seven eight minutes, right? And there was more than seven eight minutes in arrest. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's crazy how quick uh, people are just. And I think I think you're right with the with COVID. We're just there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of unemployment right now. Uh, hell, I lost my job. Uh, I got another one, but it's it's hard times. As much as as much as we all joke and play and try and look at the positive, it, it's hard times for a lot of people out there. And those people are of all ethnic backgrounds. There's there's white black gray brown purple all are running into unemployment issues or how am i going to feed my family or how am i going to pay rent or how am i going to pay the mortgage which is even worse than how am i going to pay rent because those guys will come after you quicker than uh, anything fortunately for you you're in a uh, you're in a sector that requires that's just never going to go away and since hookers exist and whorehouses exist <laughs> there's always going to be a need for a front deck clerk front desk clerk to act as a jizz mopper on occasion so just so everybody understands this well, techno you know, does work uh, as a jizz mopper in a whorehouse so I, he got laid off in one place but they he, his reputation is pretty far and wide i'm highly pra- i'm highly <laughs> trained and professional <laughs> Well, you were doing PhD for this work, nobody, weren't you? Nobody mops like I do. I'll tell you that. Nobody mops like he does. <laughs> to, to push this just a little bit more, though, um, the um, we've talked greatly about the circumstances and leading into uh, of of the death and, and leading into the reaction. So when you, when you bring it back to COVID, let's consider for a moment that I the, the perception I have is that. People seem to believe. I experienced this. Well, I experienced this in, in the HOA that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I experienced this with uh, when I hear stories about landlords and tenants, where uh, land uh, tenants believe that if landlord doesn't do something, then the tenant doesn't have to pay rent. Okay, mm-hmm. there's laws that prevent that. What I'm getting at is that I have a suspicion here that because people believe that 
the rule of law as it doesn't work they can in in this case that cops can indiscriminately kill guys that rioting is okay and that theft is okay and and i don't see how they make that connection why why the lack of why the perception of a lack of law in one area means that no law exists for them and therefore burning looting pillaging and in some cases probably killing according to uh uh, the article I read today about um, a guy who was trying to defend a store with a sword of all things in <laughs> That's Dallas, awesome. and they may have beat that guy to death with skateboards and rocks. I guess the skateboard is mightier than the sword. <laughs> <laughs> I make light of the situation, but it's it's because look, I've 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 been around death my whole life, so. Uh, I'm going to make inappropriate jokes, just so everyone understands. No, it doesn't bother me. Fuck them. If they can't handle it, they can tune into the girly <laughs> show or something instead of the extreme show or the uh, expletive show. Oh, the by the way, that's show. the title of the show. We decided I didn't introduce it because uh, <coughs> we weren't sure yet, but it's the expletive show. <laughs> Welcome to the expletive show. Uh, 40 minutes late. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... I don't know, but I I was telling you a story that the uh, the Minnesota mayor yesterday, uh, and I, I believe it was yesterday. I'm going off. I'm kind of paraphrasing uh, what I heard, and being through the news, who knows how much is true until I look it up. But uh, according to the mayor, the arrests from the protests the night before, all of them, all of the arrests from the protests the night before, a.k.a. riots. Let's call them what they are, the, the riots mm -hmm. where they're knocking over stores and burning shit. That's not a protest. <laughs> Excuse me. They were all... Uh, all of them were not from Minnesota. They were all bust in there to do this. I, I believe uh, the president had claimed that um, these were Antifa, and, and I think... Uh, that that is what's being proven now is that it was Antifa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely up. have to look more into that because I, uh, as soon as I saw what was going on the last few nights, that was the first thing that popped in my mind was Antifa's back, which is funny because if you think about it, Antifa was here uh, the whole uh, election time between Trump and Hillary. And it came the same way. Um, a cop ends up killing someone, and then boom, protests in Antifa. And now, fast forward to today, hey, they found that uh, General Flynn didn't do anything wrong. And now that they're pulling out the records, hey, the evidence shows that he's, he's not a bad guy. And now, boom, somebody dies in cop custody, and Antifa's out there again. Same with Black mm -hmm. Lives Matter. They they've they've haven't been as vocal until now again, and it just seems to me that it coincides. It's the same people. It's Hillary. It's Biden. There's Trump. There's there's uh, uh what's his name? The old guy. Um. Sanders. There's oh Sanders. yeah. They're, Crazy they're, Bernie. It's the same yeah. people who were in the limelight. The last time all this was happening, and I, I'm certain people forget 40 years ago because we're we're in the hour of now. Every everything has to happen now. 
four years ago was like way in the past. That's like that's history, man. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing. It's the same mo. It's the same thing going on, and that leads me, in my opinion, <laughs> that uh, they're all making this. Somebody is putting up a distraction. Uh, as to who or what, I I don't have the answer. I have suspicions, but uh, somebody out there has an MO to cause uh, division, to cause to cause inside fighting, and it worked the first time, and they're doing it again. It's the it's the same thing. Hey, this worked so mm-hmm. well the first time. Why why should we change our MO? Right, and obviously whoever was doing it the first time didn't get caught, so it's. <laughs> It must be safe to do it again. But that also comes from some of my background of, uh, for lack of better terms, manipulating people, right? I want somebody to do what I want them to do, so I'm going to uh, cause uh, some sort of issue that that, uh, that I could blame on, on the people they hate and they'll get so riled up by that that they'll forget about what I was there to do originally and I can do my job. Um, so I've I've seen it before. I know what it is and it looks to me like uh, somebody is causing a ruckus and fueling uh, hatred that's already exists. You know, it, they're not they're not creating a hatred. They're fueling a hatred in order to cause these riots and and opinions, strong opinions. I mean, uh, I understand both sides and why they feel so strongly about it. I get it. Uh, But somebody is fueling that. There is something there that that they are taking advantage of people and how they feel. And it's just for, you know, lack of better terms, it's a distraction from what else is going on in life and in the world so Mm -hmm. i mean we we haven't heard anything about china since uh this thing started uh, with the exception of uh, trump still has his press conferences and stuff but that stuff all gets ignored and thrown into the he's he's inciting violence by his tweets well actually chinese uh go ahead it's like, whoa, well, let's go back to what he was saying about China and what we're doing with the policy change with China. Oh, it doesn't matter. He's inciting riots. <laughs> so, go ahead. I was going to say that uh, it's funny you bring that up because China uh, just uh, today or yesterday um, mocks and Iran, of course, you know, two nations well known <laughs> for their stand up human rights um, <laughs> program, fired back at the United States over. Hong Kong's freedom by pointing at us and the racial unrest going on right now. And someone from China, uh, foreign ministry spokesperson, apparently tweeted out, just simply tweeted, I can't breathe to mock the United States and go, look, I hate to break it to her, but I'm going to break it to her. Uh, A racially charged incident that results in rioting here, which is unlikely to go long term, is is not the same as a systematic and I'm sure we're going to get people who want to argue this point is that you mean to tell me that cops killing black people isn't systematic. I'm not saying that I'm saying that in this instance of this case, when they're going to throw, throw shade at us, 
is not the same as their entire history of human rights abuses across different ethnicities over an extendedly long period of time, which is much more violent than anything that we've had in, in recent memory anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. And people uh, also don't understand that if you travel to some of these places, uh, my travels to Afghanistan, you you get a new sense of what the world is. Afghanistan is not the United States. Nope. It's back here easy to say, well, they, they do this and they do this. Uh, they they don't. That's not their belief system. That's not how the the tribal system works. That's not how politics works. Politics don't work. It, it's It's a completely different mentality. And unless you understand that China is a completely different place and their quote-unquote version of humanitarianism would be uh, completely different in the United States if, if if anyone here tried to do the way that the China does with humanity uh, you'd be in jail I mean well these rioters would have been shot in the street on in, within the first hour I think is yeah. what you're getting at the Chinese yeah, government exactly. would have rolled out the the, the, the people's Police, I forget what it's called, the the PA, the PAP, um, would have rolled out and just started opening fire. It would, there would have been tanks in the streets. There would have been probably tanks in the streets. Probably uh, formations of soldiers lining up, and they would have just marched in the direction of those protesters. And as soon as those rocks started coming over, every one of those guys would have been gunned down. Yep. Yeah. They so. wouldn't. Because they crush shit like that. Got to respect China in that way. Is that when the government believes it's threatened, it takes swift action. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. fuck around. Yeah, not at all. It's like you know, but that also comes with uh, uh, the inability to protest, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I mean, they the, a riot wouldn't it wouldn't get to riot standards. It would start as a protest, and they they come in there and slaughter everyone. Um, because there's a potential for it to become that threat. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a lot of freedoms we take for granted here. That now you went from, hey, I disagree with this, to, hey, I'm burning and stealing shit. Right, this is not <laughs> what First Amendment yeah, means. You're right, petition and protest is not, is not, does not guarantee the right to tip over dumpsters and set shit on fire. Yeah. So yeah, I think the point you're getting at is, is, is that what we're seeing here is abuse of freedom. Yep. Whereas yep. in China, they wouldn't even get to that stage because they don't tolerate. And I mean, I say you have to respect China. I don't mean that I, I respect them. What I mean oh, is yeah. I, I appreciate uh, what they're doing because they're a totalitarian regime. You know, they desire eternal legitimacy of their communist government. So they're going to take those, you know, heavy handed steps. Whereas here, we're, we're not like that. But if, you had a government that was like China here in the United States it would have never gotten this far. It wouldn't yep. have gotten any, this, that guy would have been arrested and that would have been the end of it. Yep. Absolutely the end of it. But nevertheless, since we are not China, that does not mean, it does not mean that tipping over dumpsters and setting fire to cops, cop cars, because uh, some chick came out of New York, threw a Molotov cocktail at a cop car the other night is what I read. Didn't go off, yep. but she, she intended for something to go off. Yep. Uh, that's not, that's not, that's not a petition for redress of grievances. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is 
barbarianism in a way. That's yeah, that is uh, well beyond I think what the founders had in mind. Now, if I was in a deployed state and someone, anyone threw a Molotov cocktail at my vehicle, they would be dead. Yep. That's a threat. That's I don't the, know. Yeah. I don't know how many other people are about to attack me. And I guarantee that lady did not get shot. So I, I don't even know the story, but I guarantee she didn't get shot. No, she didn't. She got arrested. And yeah. there's so, a distinct difference between use of force and, and lawful engagement in a mm -hmm. combat zone. You know, that's interesting. When you declare the United States a combat zone, does that change the rules? Let me write the ROE. <laughs> well, that, I, also that, it, I also joke with people, that's why I'm not a cop. Is is you know it, I, when I signed up for the army, I I signed up for a contract where I had a guarantee interview with the Missouri Highway Patrol when I got out, mm -hmm. and I am sure that in renewing contracts and and extending that that went away, but um, that was the direction I was intending on going after I got out of the army. Mm -hmm. uh, when reality of the situation hit, I I couldn't transition well to from combat zone to law enforcement and i know that about me which is why i didn't because i i take threats differently and i'm aware of that and i didn't feel that i could put a fair uh judgment in these situations hats off to the people who took a molotov cocktail and just arrested the lady you know that that's self-control that's what law enforcement is all about the, the ability to uh, separate yourself from that situation and arrest the people and put them in jail to face their consequences. Mm -hmm. uh, completely different than the environment I was in. And like you said, not a combat zone. Um, and there is that big difference. So uh, that's a good that's a good point. And that's also why, why I didn't go cop because uh, shoot first, ask questions later doesn't work in, in law enforcement. Yeah, they uh, cited the Insurrection Act of 1807 that's going to authorize the president uh, to deploy military troops to put down lawlessness, insurrection, and rebellion, according to the wikis. Mm -hmm. um, so what will be interesting to see is what, how does that actually play out? What does that actually mean to authorize the president to use the troops to put down insurrection? When <laughs> yeah. Read into it. Put down insurrection means armed troops. So deploy federal troops in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and it's a shame that it's come to that far, but it, it, it we can't keep going like this. Um, mm -mm. It's, it's not, it's not safe, and more people are going to get hurt than uh, saved by protesting and rioting than the actions that mobs for lack of better terms, mobs are creating right now. It, we need that order and control brought back, which it, it, the cops aren't prepared for Molotov cocktails. This isn't, you know, some. I, I had an instructor once from from the UK who he he was used to Molotov cocktails because he was he was part of uh, uh, what is it uh, the Secret Service of the UK. It's the M, M something M I six M I six, 
He was mm-hmm. part of that. So they were, you know, they had the IRA and stuff throwing Molotov cocktails. It was, it was, uh, I guess you call it terrorism because it wasn't quite a, de- a declared war, but mm-hmm. it was definitely way more than just protests. And I, I think with the rioting, that's, that's what it's becoming. It's, it's terrorism. It's way more than protests. It's not protests. Um, but it's not a war zone either. But it's very violent. So something needs to be done to prevent it from becoming that war zone. Because uh, it will. I mean, it, if, it, if left alone and unchecked, that's where those results go. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, a synopsis of the Insurrection Act, and uh, apparently that the the states have to request federal troops unless that there's a localized breakdown of authority that has made uh, enforcement of federal laws impractical, or any insurrection, domestic violence, or unlawful combination or conspiracy hinders the execution quote hinders the execution of the laws of that state. So the president gets to make that decision. He doesn't have to. In that case, doesn't have to wait. So. If he desires to send armed, you know, hey, we're going to call up Bragg and we're going to send these guys and they're going to go in or they're whatever the local army base is, you guys are going in, you're going to see, as I told my wife, you're going to see U.S. soldiers opening fire on people. And yeah. if that's what's, I'll pull out my inner communist in me and say, if that's what's necessary to crush this and get things back to sense of normalcy, then that's what's necessary. There's no, there's no amount of reasoning that's going to get done now. There yep. just isn't to yep. quell this. There's no amount of Rahm Emanuel's or Marilyn Mosby's or any of these other former or current politicians, attorney generals, state you know, prosecutors or whatever that can walk out there and say, look, everyone, please calm down. Wear your masks. Maintain six-foot social distancing so you don't get COVID-19 infection. But you are free to riot and express yourselves if necessary. That doesn't work. Yeah. No, not at all. No, and, uh, <laughs> um, you you brought up calling up Fort Bragg. Believe you me, nobody wants eighty second coming to their neighborhood because <laughs> all the alcohol is going to be gone. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, all the alcohol is gone, and there's been a second baby boom. Yeah. We don't know what happened. And there are where'd all the hookers go? Yeah, nine months after the army leaves, there's going to be a significant uptick in the amount of requests for dependency status and support. Yeah. 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 So, well, we've we've been going for about an hour, so I think we'll probably uh, call it an end here. But uh, was uh, I think we covered quite a bit of (laughs) what's going on in the world today that pisses us off. Next time, we also we uh, we also plan on talking about uh, video games. We're old, but we still play <laughs> games because uh, we're old. And yeah. uh, so there's uh, we play Destiny Two, and uh, we have a lot of uh, opinion about probably unreasoned opinion. I should say rants about how that fucking game has gone to hell. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you is that I, I got on to uh, Battlefield Three last night after we logged off. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, for for the entire you know for the recording here for the show, uh, myself as Thunderchops, um, my partner here as uh, Thunderware, and then <laughs> one other XS underscore, um, we all clan up together when we play Destiny. And after we got done playing our usual Friday night or Saturday night ritual, uh, I went over to Battlefield Three just to see, and there was there was nobody in the servers. There's like maybe four or five people playing, 
-hmm. And this was used to be an extremely popular game. And I realized that I was filtering a lot of Europe out of my <laughs> server search. So I killed all the US servers. And uh, I went ahead and said, let me see just what's going on in, in Europe. And, uh, and uh, I can't remember how they're all broken out. Europe and one other thing. Mm -hmm. And boom, bunch of servers came up. So I just dropped in, and I thought it was a great. This is what I was before. I drop in as a heavy armed soldier. You know, got got a got a grenade launcher, got a uh, you know crew serve weapon or something, and I'm running around and I'd shoot that shit. What kind of crew serve? Right? Well, in my waning days of playing Battlefield Three, I went to just becoming a spy guy that just like a sniper or something. But I just hide and I deploy my little UAV. And that's what I did for about an hour last night. So I deployed my UAV and I just sat there and spotted, <laughs> spotted where all the other guys were at, you know, the bad guys, so that my team could go ahead and grease these dudes. And it's, you know, it was tied up. It was like 150 to 151. Then I got in and started spotting, and boom, 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 boom. We beat him by like 60 kills, I think. In the end. there's a hell of a lot. I don't know if it's cathartic or what it is, but there's a hell of a lot of fun of after having a bad night on Destiny, <laughs> flipping over to a PlayStation 3 game and going, I'm going to, you motherfuckers, I'm going to fucking straighten your asses out, and I'm just going to sit up here and spot you. So <laughs> by the time it was done, by the time it was done, I had 12 kills and 12 deaths, which normally equate to maybe about 1,200 points. Now, I had about 10,000 points from all the spot kills that I got. So every time I would spot somebody and another guy on the ground would kill him, I'd get points for that as well. Nice. <laughs> yeah. One night I played years ago, I had zero kills, zero deaths, meaning I existed throughout the whole thing. 25,000 points, I was the best player on the, on both teams. And I got a bunch of hate mail. How the fuck did you do that? You're cheating. And just went, nope, I just hid and spotted your asses the entire game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's in the game, I'm going to do it. Guy. It's called camping, you know. It's There's called camping, god damn it. That's right, I fucking camped. <laughs> you damn right. I fucking camped and I spotted his bastards. In fact, after this bullshit's over with, I'm going to go ahead and pop right back on a Battlefield 3 and I'm going to see if I can do it again for about six or seven hours. Fuck yeah. I hate ten-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, for all of you, that's that's basically the old veteran equivalency of get off my lawn. <laughs> it is. It is. Get off my lawn. Bastards. Well... I will let you get to your slaughter and spotting of people. And I am going to uh, post this where people who, who weren't listening live can uh, go ahead and click on it and get a copy. Uh, and uh, I will post it in Facebook so that uh, you can you can get the link. We were talking about podcasts. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm, I'm working towards that. So <laughs> bear with me while I... Uh, uh, figure out what the hell I just did and uh, try and put some reason to this. And I promise I'll have an intro for next. Uh, the next show, by the way, is uh, two weeks from now. Two weeks from yep. now. Two weeks so from it'll now. It'll be every two weeks on Sunday is when we plan on doing this show. I'll also put up a schedule uh, so that that shows up for everyone who's listening. But Our topics, we have no idea what they're going to fucking be, but no, at least but, the uh, schedule will be there, right? Yeah. And you can tell if it's slow in the news because we'll do a lot more on video games. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been so active in the news today. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, I will sign out. All right. All right. Goodbye.